Hello everyone, my name is Jinjos, and welcome to my Pokemon anime review series. Last episode, Ash got his starter Pokemon Pikachu, had a life-altering encounter with Misty, protected Pikachu from a swarm of Spearow, and saw a legendary bird fly over the rainbow. Our next episode is titled Pokemon Emergency, and this episode seems to have a goal of establishing some of the more prominent secondary characters that we will see throughout the series. Before we get to the episode though, our Who's That Pokemon for this episode is Coughing, a spherical Pokemon that is filled with toxic gas that can cause sniffles, coughs, and teary eyes to those around him. The gas it produces is lighter than air, which is what causes coughing to float. The gas can be ignited by electricity or fire, causing the coughing to explode. It feeds on the fumes of rotting trash and polluted air, meaning they are mostly found in urban areas, especially in the Galar region due to its high amount of factories. Its Pokemon Alpha Sapphire Pokedex reads, Coughing embodies toxic substances. It mixes the toxins with raw garbage to set off a chemical reaction that results in a terribly powerful poison gas. The higher the temperature, the more gas is concocted by this Pokemon. A fun fact about the creation of coughing, it originally was named NY in the Pokemon Red and Blue Beta, representing the polluted air of New York. With that said, let's jump right into the episode. Ash is heading into Viridian City as Officer Jenny puts out an announcement on the PA system, warning the town's residents that Pokemon thieves are in the area. The concept of stealing other people's Pokemon seems so strange to me, unless it's some, like, really rare Pokemon, there just seems to be such a large population of Pokemon in the wild, that catching them just doesn't seem that difficult to me, but what do I know, I'm not a member of Team Rocket. Either way, Jenny stops Ash and begins to question him, where did you come from? Why is your Pokemon out of this Pokeball? Where's your ID? Once Ash's Pokedex is pulled out, all is resolved, though it does state that if the Pokedex is lost or stolen, it cannot be replaced, which seems a bit harsh considering these 10-year-olds are trekking across the country, fighting Pokemon, gyms, camping, etc., it's probably going to get a little roughed up and possibly lost, stolen, or just broken in general. Throughout all this, though, we see a wanted poster for who we will soon learn is Jesse and James, and I gotta say, no matter what the situation is, James will always have that rose to keep him company, even in a wanted poster. Jenny gets her motorcycle out, sticks Ash and Pikachu in the sidecar, and leaves Misty in the smoke as they rush to the Pokemon Center. We are then introduced to the infamous Team Rocket, and I gotta say, the persona they have in this episode is very different from any other episode. They got this suave seriousness about them, and while I can take that in small doses, I do love their dynamic in later episodes. One of the members of this trio is a talking Meowth, and this is quite a unique character, as he is one of the very few Pokemon who can speak English. I can confidently say that I think Meowth was included in Team Rocket in order to fulfill one of the goals of the show, and that is to include Pokemon in every scene possible. As stated in the last episode, they are trying to get us immersed in this TV show, and what better way than to involve Pokemon in everyday life, even if it is committing evil deeds while riding around in a Meowth-shaped air balloon, which by the way, what a strange way to get around. I also love that they are floating right above the police station, to which no one noticed. Going back to Jenny and Ash, they come upon a really large Pokemon Center, and it's pretty unique. I would be really interested to see if there was a purpose for how large it really is. Well, Jenny can't just park the motorcycle, it's a Pokemon emergency after all. She skids right into the lobby, and we are introduced to Nurse Joy, who annoyingly replies, and I'm sure it's not the first time, we have a driveway, you know. Once the situation is explained, Nurse Joy springs into action, calling a couple Chansey to bring Pikachu to the emergency room. Ash asks what he can do, and Joy gets a little aggressive with him, stating that he needs to be responsible and not let his Pokemon get into this condition. I gotta say, I feel a bit sad for Ash. He's been through quite a lot in only his first day as a Pokemon trainer. You have all the events of the last episode, but also a police officer questioning him about his motives, a dangerous motorcycle ride, a medical professional berating him for improper care of his Pokemon. This isn't how he imagined his journey going, and he understandably feels a bit downtrodden. 
as he waits for a report on Pikachu. We do see a cuckoo clock go off with a green Pidgey popping out of it. Just thought it was interesting, as even a shiny Pidgey isn't even green. He decides that while he's waiting, he'll call home. He calls his mother, and we get the first, and as far as I recall, only mention of Ash's father, stating that he was a Pokemon trainer, and it took him four days to arrive at Viridian City. I don't have any strong theories about this, as I haven't given it much thought, but let me know what you guys think. Who is Ash's father? Where is he now? Do you think we'll ever meet him? Let me know down in the comments. I also want to throw out props to his mother. Ash is feeling pretty crappy at the moment, and he voices this to his mother, and she tells him, I won't let you talk about yourself that way. That actually kind of hit home, to be honest. Negativity towards yourself is a surefire way to have negative experiences in your life. The tone she said it in felt very genuine, something that she believes in, not just something she read in some motivational book. She checks on his underwear status and says goodnight. After a brief moment of reflection, he turns to see a mural of sorts on the wall of the Pokemon Center, depicting the three legendary birds and an Arcanine, which makes me wonder if Arcanine was supposed to be a bigger deal originally. Maybe it's depicting an Entei, who knows? Ash mistakenly identifies the image of Articuno as the legendary bird he spotted in the last episode when a phone call comes in on the hospital's PC. He answers it, and it turns out to be Professor Oak, though the phone call does seem to be made to Ash specifically, so I don't really know how that works. He states that Ash's mother let him know that Ash arrived in Viridian City, and I gotta say, it's pretty late at night. Ash's mom calling the professor that late at night? Hmm, anyways. Professor Oak doesn't improve Ash's mood, stating his doubts that Ash had the skill to handle Pikachu. He finds out Ash hasn't caught any new Pokemon, and he also casts doubt that Ash saw any kind of legendary bird, which I'm curious how Professor Oak even saw the picture that Ash was pointing at as it was above the screen that he is displayed on. Just more things to bog Ash down. Let's give the kid a break here. Misty then shows up carrying the burnt remains of her bike, which was destroyed by Pikachu's electrical attack against the Spearow. I also love that Misty walks in carrying it above her head, but once the adrenaline of running to the Pokemon Center wears off, she collapses to the ground. Misty demands that Ash buys her a new bike, which he says he will, but Misty isn't satisfied and wants it done right now. Once Ash explains that Pikachu's being treated though, her whole demeanor changes. I think she doesn't really have many people in her life that she cares about, and turn to Pokemon because it gave her comfort. So when Pikachu is the one injured, she does feel sympathy and becomes more understanding. Pikachu comes out of the emergency room, and with time, he should recover well. I'm sure y'all were really sweating bullets over that one. An emergency alarm goes off to a very empty and small staff Pokemon Center, stating that an aircraft belonging to some of the Pokemon thieves is nearby. Team Rocket flies above the Pokemon Center, dropping in for their debut, Coughing and Ekans. They drop in, and through the smoke of Coughing, which seems to be only be used for special effects, we get our first iteration of the Team Rocket theme, and from this point on, it is ingrained in the minds of millions of Pokemon fans. Team Rocket then uses Ekans and Coughing to not just attack the others, but to straight up start wrecking the place by smashing computers, cutting the power, and attempting to steal any Pokemon they can. Gotta say Team Rocket knocking off a Pokemon hospital? Kind of a dirty move, and I'm not a fan of that. Once Ash and the others are barricaded in, the backup generator kicks in, and we get to see about 10 or so Pikachu using their electrical abilities to power the Pokemon Center. Nurse Joy then initiates a protocol of transporting all the Pokeballs to a nearby Pokemon Center. I'm assuming these Pokemon belong to the trainers and the people of Viridian City. Maybe long-term patient care, or ones that have been dropped off recently. Maybe a boarding or a breeding program could be an explanation as to why this Pokemon Center seems to be a lot larger than the ones we see later on. Also, they have the technology to teleport small objects across a significant distance. That's not something to sneeze at. Coffee then breaks in like a freaking juggernaut, and Ash steps up to battle them, with a little push from Misty, who, you know what, you could throw out some of your more useful Pokemon in this situation, girl, I know you got a Staryu and a Starmie in that bag. Ash ends up picking up a couple Pokeballs that were at the Pokemon Center, since Pikachu is out of commission, and he ends up throwing out a Pidgey and a Rattata, not shocking at all, both those Pokemon just run away, they don't want to fight. 
After this, Missy attempts to distract them by using a Goldeen, who can't be used on land. After some pretty tame and downright embarrassing trash talk, they move into the lobby. Though they are simply followed by Team Rocket, Misty isn't exactly pulling her weight here. To the rescue, though, comes a huge army of Pikachu who electrocute Team Rocket, who are definitely charred in a very comical stance. Ash then understands what his own Pikachu is trying to communicate, and he hops on Misty's bike and begins to pedal to generate more electricity, which was set up very quickly off-screen. He electrocutes them, causing Coffee to self-destruct and blow up the Pokemon Center. This is kind of a big deal, and everyone seems to kind of shrug about it. We see Team Rocket floating away on their hot air balloon in front of a giant moon, by the way, when the balloon pops, and we do get a version of blasting off. We get the fly off into the distance, the ding, but no, we're blasting off again. So does it count? Let me know. We then end on the tag that will lead us into the next episode with Ash encountering a Caterpie and the stare down begins. He throws a Pokeball, it freezes, and we will have to wait for next episode as we wait with bated breath to see if he catches the Caterpie. Thank you all for joining me for my review of Season 1, Episode 2 of the Pokemon Anime. I hope to see you in the next episode, and until then, have a wonderful day.